0: Good evening, citizens. My name is Ban Shattersong, former captain of the Bloody Hands Mercenary Company. And today we're going to be talking about the Saturday of E1. Now, I have two very special guests with me. So, well, without further ado, special guests, reveal yourselves. just the the quiet <laughs> quiet chuckling in the background Sorry, did nobody else like the, the take me out intro and then silence like, well, did... well the problem is
1: here is we, we weren't sure we've got no eye contact can't tell you who's going first so it's that yeah. trepidation of like woo.
2: Anyway, it's, it's that uh, I'm Matty, yes. <laughs> and I'm Sol, and we were not on last episode talking we about not, how we would be no, on no, no, the no. last the, the next episode, so we're definitely surprise guests.
1: Yeah, super surprising.
2: Yeah, very surprising. I'm surprised. Are you surprised?
1: No, Saturday.
0: Huh. <laughs> wow, wow. Just get right into it. God, that felt like a car. <laughs> like, like watching a car just hit like you know a fucking raccoon in the road. <laughs> The raccoon of oh, hope. Who's, the, car-
2: who's the, racco- the raccoon? the
0: raccoon?
2: is you. Who's
0: the raccoon? So... The ra- well, the raccoon probably
1: didn't make it, so... Um... Yeah,
2: yeah. That's just mean.
1: That's uncalled for. What right. do you mean? Nothing's gone wrong yet. It's a Saturday.
2: <laughs> I need another bottle of cava. At <laughs> oh. least <laughs> it's a more appropriate time of day to be drinking cava than last time. Yeah, anyone who listened to that last time. I had one of those mini bottles of cava to myself commiserating the thing that we talked about that I'm not going to mention now because if you didn't spoiler. listen to it last time, fine whatever, it's a spoiler now if you did, great. I had a whole one of those, which is like two large glasses it was the middle of the afternoon and I hadn't eaten any lunch it was an interesting afternoon <laughs> much like it was an interesting event
1: Indeed. a solemn
2: a solemn event
0: mm-hmm. speaking of solemn sol do you want to yeah. kick us off? Shut up, Matty. <laughs> Don't <you laughs> say thing? Do you, do, you, do you want to start off the Saturday morning? And I think realistically, the, the first thing is monstering, right?
1: Woke up. Fuck. Um, put on my monstering gear. Put on my new alt mask. Ooh.
2: The morning I wake up. And we got prepared
1: for an emu. Or an emu.
2: Oh, yes, it was the first outing.
1: It was the first big. outing of the Black Scar EMU, yeah. organised by Rifflin Finn. Um,
2: in conversation yeah. with uh, the head Honju, Andy Connell, to get it all cleared and sorted before time.
1: Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, it sounded like um, it took
2: quite a lot of effort.
1: Yeah, he'd prepared, well, a, a lot of effort from him. We had to get like 20 of us uh, locked in. Making sure, yeah, herding um, cats. We had to choose what orc nation we wanted to focus on to start with, uh, which conveniently was druge, and we are monstering as druge on the morning.
2: Yeah, To welcome. pick
1: a archetype as well, and I think we were packad, which are like heavy skirmishers, mm-hmm. um, the ones that kind of hang back, uh, wait, and then wait, wait, and then exploit a gap, pummel them. Um, so everyone was kind of like, "Oh, do we really have to put on our heavy armor?" But when we were just told that we'd basically just gonna get to wait for a bit, it wasn't as bad. Uh, but we also had uh, Finn had prepared some uh, of like the green cloth cuts that he had uh, from his um, uh, armor, and had made them into like these uh, Rambo style headbands. Yep, it was awesome. <laughs>
0: nice. we, we, we did look like a unit of druge commandos especially when we were just lurking so a couple couple of, couple of us taking the knee hiding around corners and stuff we i don't know how it looked from everyone else's point of view but, but from my point of view we genuinely looked like an elite military unit it's Just something about headgear that makes soldiers look more professional yeah. it's like berries yeah. right everyone anyone with a berry on you just assume they can kill you with their pinky finger right
1: we were joined by um, David Rizzart as well, who normally refs, but he actually came in yeah. a, a pull this time, one of the he, lone archers.
2: To us, yeah. behind the scenes, I think he was debating up until quite the last minute whether or not pretty he was yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, or EMU, because it's, you know, they are both got their pros and cons.
1: But, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, a lot of uh, it was, uh, E1, uh, um, perhaps not as fit as uh, we would be by the end the year i was fine i'm speaking on behalf of others uh, <laughs> <laughs> um when we got there uh, we had to run up the the side of the tree line up to andy connell where he does the briefing and a few of us got there at the front there were some stragglers straggling behind uh, quite a way and um as he was kind of waiting along he was kind of tutting and he was like i was promised they would run <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty funny but yeah, we got got our briefing. It was it was honestly it was like a, a I think it was pitched to us as a, a proto EMU, as in fresh, ready, ready to learn. So looking forward to hopefully progressing with that. It was a lot of fun. Um, meanwhile, Matty, what did you get up to?
2: Oh well, I went for a bit of a wander. So unusually for me. Um I normally battle ref as has been mentioned before on this illustrious podcast. I mean, um barely a few minutes. Previous... Ago, right. E... No. Oh you no, no. No,
0: actually. Damn it. No, nice you talking out. about
2: someone else. Caught out, my friend. Um yeah, no, I normally ref. Well um, that, I have r- r- ref that wraps time. up this
0: episode. Uh thanks, thanks for listening <laughs> in.
2: <laughs> no, I, I have been I've been battle refing for probably I think it's a year at this point. Um which has been really, really interesting, really educational, um, and just a slightly nicer pace. Um, I found I enjoy it more uh, than monstering personally. I've had a good time. I've learned a lot, but I've also been able to feel like I'm of good use as well. Um, But, yeah, unfortunately, I had a medical reason not to be able to ref, uh, which I won't go into too much detail on. It's nothing crazy. It's just kind of a boring medical story. But I wandered down to or up to God to the gate, checked in with the head of the ref team, or the heads of the ref team, uh, the lovely Rich and Emma, just to check in with them, which is, you know, yeah, I feel I feel like I was able to get to the gate. I wasn't like my leg wasn't bandaged, I wasn't rolling around in pain. So it felt like the right thing to do to go down and say hey. So, <laughs> not going to work out, I don't think. What should I do? And also, just check in about what to do with the next day's battling and stuff. um Because unfortunately, I'm a perpetual rules follower. Uh, that's also why I want to be a battle ref and all of that. So I did feel like I wanted to check in, and I know them, and I didn't want to get spotted wandering around for people to go, "Hey, you're cheating," because that doesn't feel good. So I instead. Um, Was firmly instructed to very immediately and firmly instructed to go and get a drink and some food and enjoy myself uh, on the behalf of the ref team, and went for a wander. It was really weird. I don't know if you've. I guess you haven't really non-commed like. I've
0: I've never been during a during a battle. I've always been on the field.
2: It's, re- it's a strange vibe. I've done it one time before on a previous character I had one event with and I was like, maybe I'll go as a non-com and it wasn't for me in the end. But it was very, very strange. I kind of wandered. I got ready nice and slowly. I didn't really want to do anything. I had this kind of weird feeling in the back of my head like it was time that I shouldn't be using. Felt, it just felt weird. Anyway, I ended up wandering around Navarre for a bit, talking to some people, following Travid around. Inevitably left Travid behind at some point. Walked up to the gate to see what was happening as everyone had run through the gate. Uh, I think I popped by God, got some stuff done, and I ended up running... Um... Oh, yeah, at the gate, I ended up running into a couple of the other generals, um, which was really nice, and they were going to go and have a chat, so I just tagged along, because it was about military strategy, which... Surprise, surprise is kind of my thing and exactly what I was wanting to talk about. So a couple of us went to dawn, um into the Boemoth. I got to sit in the Bohemoth's chair. Tancred told me to do it. So, you know. The, the Boemoth, sorry. Right. Now, forgive me because I've only heard this and I could have got it wrong, but I believe that they've called the giant, massive, fuck off tent um, of the Durandells, the big blue tent. I believe it's known as the Boemoth.
1: Ah, because it's a behemoth
2: and it's I believe Beaumont is the head of the rondelles I don't really know how dawn works, apologies in advance, but yeah it was really nice, sat down inside chilled out, talked through loads of military things, it's really nice to get to talk about these things Like in small groups, because a different small groups, you get lots of different opinions, advice, tips, answers, that kind of thing. But also you can really pitch your ideas. And like I was able to ask loads of questions, double check things, also pitch things, you know, to people on a smaller scale that didn't feel quite so overwhelming and not so pressed for time. Um, Also got some Bucks Fizz, (laughs) which was nice. And then Azanath dropped by. uh, We shared a cookie. It was nice. It was just really quite wholesome and productive. It was very strange. Um, and then you guys all came back, and I had to go to standing and stuff. That, that was that, that was it. That but I got a wholesome. lot done in that. It was. It really was. I got a lot done. I talked to Warcaster. We talked about rituals, talked about ideas, talked through strategy. And I tell you what, compared to last Summit, this one was quite a contentious one in terms of what armies were going to go where on the western front so the side that i'm on because there were two both very valid ideas that conflicted fairly heavily and everyone had very passionate arguments for so it was really right down to the wire but that's more of a sunday thing and uh, later on in saturday but yeah it was it was a really interesting chat it was good to to talk to people every time you have these conversations i mean you guys have the same thing no matter where if you end up sitting down talking about stuff with a little group of people for an hour you just that's that's where the bonding time comes from as well that's where you build the connections the jokes the conversations that the ic chatter people not yeah like camp exactly. chatter
0: this is with other characters you don't really know but by the end of it you yeah do.
2: yeah exactly like it felt like chatting with colleagues about work but then just like enjoying it and also just getting to know each other in terms of that kind of thing as well and Tancred, um who is one of the generals of dawn um uh, spoiler alert, not really but he's one of the what we would call probably tactical heads in the tent so he's one of the ones that comes up with i think everyone should go here and these people should go here and that and we'll do this ritual and that and he's really really good at that like he's really made kind of a reputation for himself and doing that. So I was super excited to have a good chat with him about it. I because you can have as many chats as you like, OC about how things work, but I really wanted to have those conversations I see and also build up a bit more reputation of like that stuff that I'm interested in. So yeah, it was good to, good to build on that. Um, and yeah, that was it. That was my Saturday morning. It kind of, it went by so easily it didn't go too fast. It didn't go too slow. Um, 10 out ten out of 10 Saturday morning.
0: Oh, nice. That's the thing. You don't want to be bored yeah. at Empire. I mean, no. I think for us, was it's hard to be bored, but some yeah. of my early events, I was bored in the afternoon. I was, oh, like, I was definitely bored on? the
2: last time I non-commed mm. because I didn't have stuff to do and I didn't have people to hang out with. But there are, as I mean, obviously there are other generals. There are other people in positions. There are a lot of people in positions that don't take the field who are hanging around. So there's a lot of those kind of conversations you can have and we had a conversation later on the military council tent about how actually because this thing keeps rearing, rearing its head of you know you're not automatically a battlefield commander if you're a general and that's true there are quite a lot of generals who are also battlefield commanders they just seem to carry a lot of the same skills but is it the there urge, the urge to kill to being right an that's the, the, the urge general. to kill <laughs> <laughs> the need to defeat an enemy continuously and to uh, compete with your fellow nations, no. <laughs> but it was it was really interesting. So I was kind of going, yeah, actually, I really liked that. You know, if there was a, you know, if things were different, that there might have been a conversation to be had about what was going to happen going forwards.
0: But is this when we smash cut to what Chris and Saul were doing whilst uh, monstering? Running yeah. away. This is this
2: is where we intercut the uh screaming and whacking of foam weapons. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. And then back to me sipping my buck's fizz in a little tankard, sharing it with hasna
1: <laughs> A lot of running away. The entire Druge line seemed to just keep fleeing oh, and, yeah. and retreating. It was an absolute nightmare, honestly. Uh, we got some good scraps in there. Um I made it to the very end as as my one boy. Um That's not bad. And then had to basically take on an entire line by myself With a with a spear and it didn't go well, but I was going right. Well, this is it nowhere nowhere else to go No, no one coming with me. So this is it and um, Well, I tried to take down as many as I could as I went down, but you know Very little you could do still good fun. Don't get me wrong. But... It, 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 it like I feel like this is foreshadowing in the
0: fact that it felt like we were very outnumbered <laughs> yeah uh it was yeah. <laughs> it did not feel like we had the the force mass to actually resist the imperials I mean to yeah. maybe go against the grain, I'm a little bit salty about uh I mean the battles in general across e one but especially the monstering on Saturday because we our unit was cool you know, we riff- followed our
1: brief as well,
0: um yeah. I suppose we did, but um, in terms of like, you know, you come out and you know, sometimes, you know, regardless of the brief, you say, oh, that was a tasty little scrap. That was good. Got my ass handed to me, but you know what? I enjoyed that. Because we didn't, like like you like you point out, Sol, we didn't really take many casualties, but a lot of the fight was kind of just standing in a line, ooga booga each other, and then running off if anything bad happened, and then rinse and repeat and we didn't really get stuck in and kill many imperials or
1: because we had like a unit of 20 and we were waiting to basically find a unit of similar size that were engaged that we could then rock into the problem Mm -hmm. was is we were the heavies at the back inverted commas waiting for that opportunity instead (laughs) all that happened was all of the lines around us folded and we were in front again it's, it's it's the thing that happens just in general yeah um, Black Scar have found themselves in that situation before yeah and...
2: that's a very OC skill thing as well that's people tend to not Run. hold lines like professional but, but, but there's
1: <laughs> there's holding lines there's running and then there's running until there's literally nowhere else you could go which was
0: this <laughs> we, we did get yeah. cornered that's uh, the like brass coast the got us panic lighting.
2: of the orcs the brass at coast end of return us. of the king. Yeah, yeah. Sarum like, goes down, and they just start
0: fleeing. But at least Gothmog is like you know, uh, pikes in front, archers behind. Like there's a semblance of order, and, at and least just... some of them are there to resist the Rohirrim.
2: Are you saying that the heroes and monsters of the Empire are less organized than the orcs of Mordor? Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Fair there. enough. Yeah, I think yeah.
2: that's actually the crux of the matter.
1: Uh, I think. And, i mean this is it is it is again it's experience it's understanding it's it's all of those things and i think there was a lot of green on the field so to know you know it's not actually having to go at anyone in particular it's more just a the player a, base general more general of...
0: <laughs> hatred
1: ah <laughs> uh, i just there were so many times i basically was bouncing between units after ours basically got Merged. pushed back as far as go to just try and get some action moving and i'd get like two people next to me and then go all right let's go for the charge and then it would be like one of those two managers to actually get there with me and then it's like well now it's two versus seven okay well this isn't going to go well let's back off yeah and that's basically what the entire fight no one put any well i'm sure there were other ways other places on the battlefield but wherever we were just no useful charges
0: yes <laughs> that useless it. yeah we didn't commit at any point cuz on the field we no. got pushed off the main field super easy we didn't even charge i don't think we ever charged i think we just received a couple of charges in the woods but on the main field we just you know the, mm. the whole line kind of dithered of Uek, what's going on and it's such a shame because the imperials got spawn camped basically by some of the druge uh, outrider units which was absolutely awesome to watch you know we watched a swirling whirlpool of uh of druge light infantry charge into the uh the vanguard of the imperial army and uh they mm-hmm. fucked him up they fucked him up good you know we were sat there trying to peek round the woods and the hedges seeing the corpses piling up on the other side of the sentinel gate and it was fucking mint it was absolutely awesome and of course you know oc they you know they retreat to give the imperial space to deploy but it felt very drugey and it looked cool it's just a shame the rest of the fight didn't really pan out that way. because we No,
1: and we, we were supposed to actually back into the woods pretty quickly, but the problem was is we backed into the woods and then they were Well, it just turns into another fucking gate fight.
0: Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Like, I know there's mass repels, are basically designed for that kind of scenario, but they're yeah. just not prevalent enough.
1: It, even with
0: Druj, though, you've got other tactics other than holding the gate,
1: i.e. creating that funnel and then cutting people. Like, you gotta got to play more Druge, you know? Yeah. We we were a very static Druge, which shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Um, but and other than there's... that, the, the stuff did... was good.
2: One thing I did hear, one uh critique that I have heard, there've been obviously there are always critiques that fly around about the battles and things, everything's constantly improving. Um uh this one did have quite a few. The numbers thing is something I've brought up and I am actually Actually going to send an email to feedback at, so I'm gathering that information for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the more information they have, the better. It's not an angry rant, it's just feedback. They mm. do like feedback. Um, and for anyone listening, there is an email called feedback at profounddecisions.co.uk where you can just send your feedback of how the event went, specific things. Um, you could send great feedback if you want to. I'm also going to send a thanks to a specific ref on the field. Uh, in the same email, probably, or maybe a separate email, so he gets. it this Captain Freddo Yes Captain Fredo nice yeah, indeed, nice. indeed. Uh, who will cover tomorrow? uh rather, on Sundays of <laughs> Sundays <laughs> they not necessarily tomorrow. I'm um, so in the moment, you know, um, but yeah, one of the things that did get brought up was that both the battles didn't quite feel like they were necessarily in character as those barbarian nations.
0: Mm-hmm. So the Ooh, druge
2: didn't feel super druze and the Jotun didn't feel super jotun And in some ways, the Druze fight sounds more like a Jotun fight that just got I, routed. I, I, and I would the agree. the fight felt more like a Druze fight, probably because of the numbers of yugara who tend to act more druze than they do jotun which is actually not brief, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but, you the know, march there's the whole issue... Although it was the March bullshit that kind of turned into pokey-pokey, drugey-stabby Navarre bullshit, really, kind of what it felt like. Um, this is very tongue in cheek please don't at me. Um, but also, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, like, they weren't, this is more of a Sunday thing, I won't go into too much detail right now. But yeah, it felt more like a Jotun fight, uh, more like a druge fight on Sunday than it did a Jotun fight, which was some of the issue. The numbers thing is really interesting. So I, because I was walking around, the one thing that I did notice was how many people were in camp compared to what, like, they has been previously. And obviously I didn't yeah. see the numbers, but I know weapons check numbers had were like, oh, it's a bit lighter than normal when it came to the monsters on Saturday and therefore the fighters on Sunday. Um When we went to battle on Sunday, I definitely was like, oh, I'm sure I'm kind of expecting there to be more people mustering for Navarre, but there aren't. Um, So there is, I think, a conversation to be had. Again, this is what I'm feeding back about the fact that as numbers grow, the proportion of com to non-coms is not growing equally. It's not growing evenly at all.
0: Would you say there's more non-coms? Joining the game system than comms or or the other way around? I
2: would, yeah, I would. I think there's, mo- I think proportionally, there's more people non-com now at E4, uh, at E1 than there were at E4. That's cool. By a fairly large difference it felt like a difference i don't have numbers obviously i'm kind of guessing all this based <laughs> on anecdotal evidence like, that i've
0: got anvil felt alive rather than like a ghost yeah thing. there
2: were like lo- big groups of people particularly in the was like a massive group of people because i was kind of like have they not left to go monstering yet and then realized that no they were just you know non-coms having a meeting um and all this is saying obviously caveat No issue with people being non-com at all. That's not a problem. The issue comes from not knowing how many are going to be fighting or not fighting. So the force weightings and the numbers that we are given to balance as part of the muster on Friday Mm -hmm. when we're deciding who fights on what thing are based on the numbers of players attending, of course. And you can't guarantee that every single person who says they'll fight would fight all the other way around. But you could at least take out quite a lot of the margin of error if you had some way of registering on ticket purchase
0: yeah, or box. Yeah. On are, you call, are you planning to be common, non common or mixed?
2: To... Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't go as detailed don't as even need to be mixed, I think the yeah. mixed is a problem because it's it's how many people go through the gate so are you planning on taking the field of battle for a major conjunction or not? That's the real thing that's the only numbers that we really need and mm-hmm. if you're not, you can you know you could put a thing on your character sheet, on your profile, whatever. What do you call it? Your character page,
1: tick a thing, and, not, and then if that's changed, you not could un-tick to say, it. yeah, it's it's also not to say that if you ticked that and then something else changed at the event, and like it that that wouldn't mess exactly. Like
2: it's it's not the individual one or two or even ten cases that change. It's when you have the fifty or sixty that because we are getting numbers. That big at this stage that make a big difference. So I'll think probably talk more about it on Sunday because there was actually some really relevant stuff about how it went on Sunday that I think this really heavily impacted. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very interesting. It's nice. It's certainly, they... it's a it's a foible, it's a bug that needs fixing. That's it. It's just something mm-hmm. for them to look into.
0: Oh yeah, the for, yeah, for force waiting for is a bit. You know, it's yeah, not a very good problem solution there but the it's um...
2: not and it is it does make a big difference as we can as we know yeah. if you have you are outnumbered on the field you are physically outnumbered on the field there's very little you yep. can do to stand up to those amounts of people it's just it's just a from
0: camp a gate but anyway the it's dice for yeah. anvils are live when the battles are going on because it, it is. that is when you talk to some people about like let's say i'm pitching to my rugby mates right like LARP's great because you drink you know you fight all day you drink all night that appeals to that kind of crowd but mm-hmm. that is not everyone's shtick, you know they might want to be a researcher mm-hmm. an apothecary a priest you know like martinus for example as a politician as well, well the battle the people side, side just come doesn't with appeal
2: kids nowadays as well like it is really kids and have a nice environment and all that
0: there's, yeah, there's something it's lovely about and... the academy as well. Like you see oh, kids going cute. around in their little like icy hats, like the babies oh, have little so marcher caps on. It's, it's very sweet. God, mm-hmm.
2: I, children in empire costumes, incredible. <laughs> yeah, children, lineage Empire children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A whole other level of cute. They're
0: amazing. Yeah. I love them.
2: Like a four-year-old no, antlers. You're like,
0: what is going on? I love it. <laughs> I will
2: say, there's also more and more people, um, particularly in like title. Titles, title holders who just choose not to take the field. If you've been playing for a really long time, then taking a season off or a couple of seasons off, it's quite nice. You can always do a skirmish if you really want to go and fight once in a while. You can, I mean, or you you can, can go try. Into you can do events. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, the, especially if you're titled, you're more likely to be able to get onto a skirmish because you're usually in a position where you are maybe whoa, in responsibility whoa. within your nation, or you might. Be, have a good reputation for fighting, or a bad, can be leading one, <laughs> or, a, or terrible a terrible reputation. Oh, I more go. likely,
1: I didn't say guaranteed. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of skirmishes, yeah. we were actually worried that we weren't going to get many, but uh, the afternoon was filled with them. It was, apparently. it was. So, Wait, did anything before... happen
2: at Standing just before we move on?
1: I don't know, I wasn't there. Yeah, we, no. we don't go to Standing, we had some burritos.
2: Shout out to Chris Melvin's um, Black Scar Burritos. They were fantastic. Oh, yes. Fed. Look, Matty, you're,
1: you're uh-huh. not supposed to undo the segue, right?
2: <laughs> you were moving too fast. Come on. You're. you're Get on you're the this. You can yeah. Because
1: before we got to any of the skirmishes, I had the problem of no weapons. Like, I have weapons the missing swords Mm. which was literally the first thing i did after monstering um Mm, so uh, i managed to catch up with silk who'd informed me that the magpies had they'd been brought to the magpies for investigation
2: Hmm. apparently
1: yes that was the night before they hadn't been handed in yet so i managed to find him he said they hadn't been handed in yet but you've got to go and find uh something something house in high guard it's up by the gate so off i go off we go for a walk um i think we we're heading to Gold anyway so we're gonna st- stop there on the way we uh start walking along and we get there and i find x person of this house who was uh, waiting outside and i think he is one of the magpies he was the one investigating it i came to him and started talking about I've heard you found a couple of swords uh with fitting this description. And he went, "Oh yeah, that's the second thing I've heard about. No oh, no 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 no. No. There's only one set. They you they're mine. You've got them and they're, they're mine. <laughs> I dropped them here yesterday by accident." Don't get too
2: excited. You have Please my don't swords. get too
1: excited. You have my my swords. There isn't another set. And he was like, "Oh, that's very peculiar." So, <laughs> um Stadia kind of taking them down, and he's just like, yeah, so they've been been dropped dubiously, was the <laughs> words. I remember that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Dropped dubiously at the uh, at the camp entrance of, uh, I think it... What are they called? Oh it's my been god, you dropped one. your
2: swords and they thought it was a threat.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, what? And they, they thought it was something interesting, because so... For those who don't know, uh, I've got uh, I've got a pair of swords known as uh, kellen Blades uh, that allow you to do uh, cool venom when you hit both of them at the same time uh, using a hero point. They're a very special item uh, that was mm-hmm. given to one of our uh, Navari artisans. Find out and mm-hmm. play. Um, <laughs> um, which is what Would these like the were doing. Uh, apparently I'd caused chaos, but we didn't get the full story until the very end. So I started talking to them. Uh, they said, go and talk to these other people. Forgotten their names. If I remember them, uh, I'll, I'll say. But um, they're down by the gate. Lovely prosperity bar. Very good. Um, so they were the ones that found them. Started to chat to them. And they were like, yes, we, we do still have them. But uh, did we hand them both into God? You know? And they were like, yeah. So I was like, cool. I'll go get them from God. And then we can come and discuss this. So we go to God. We get my weapons. I can describe them pretty quickly. Uh, they're one of them is a basically a stick. It's a whistled stick or almost bone-like, but it is a stick. Mm. And the other one is like uh, as long as you can get for a, for a single hand with a nice ornate little um, uh, handguard on. And as with Farron has always had non-matching swords because I haven't bought them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Were well, you? Did you almost buy the matching bone sword?
1: Not no, 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 no. Sword. I was never buying matching. Never, never. That's cringe, Matty. Mm. Come on. <laughs> no, <laughs> so the reason why <laughs> no, I have that, I that is... that were
2: two for that, sale. I just
1: couldn't That one's that a... One. Yes, which uh, clay bolt But the, the thin <sighs> one I wanted is my defensive one because I do fight Amby. I have it as a defensive one and having that one slightly shorter is actually very useful because of the way that you can fight with them. You don't have to always be lugging around these really long ones on both hands. That one also travels a lot faster and it's slightly stronger so it's much better at a parrying blade than the other one but you can still use it it's still great um anyway found them headed back and then uh what i did is i gave him uh, the the bonish one the the uh, wooden one and said tie the ribbon on that now we can have the discussion and he went through this story <laughs> basically last night you know the the swords were dropped dubiously we how took them to the Artisans Guild like, Do you just no, do you all...
2: them And call them the dubious swords
1: I, I know what I'm going to call them The um, we'll get... Oh yeah <laughs>
2: At the we know.
1: Um, so I was going to they, they took them to the Artisans Guild And they were like, well we don't know what these do We don't know how to make them Hmm. Took them to the Magpies Were like, have you heard of these? And they were like, no And Basically it was like 25 people all across High Garden, Elsewhere involved in this plot of my missing swords
0: <laughs>
1: um and the best thing is is i basically spoke to them told them who could make them exactly what they do and typed up all of their answers but my god yeah apparently the guy was at a party the night before like in character party and uh umming and ahhing because he needed to go and investigate these swords so i had to leave <laughs> the party early yeah it caused chaos um caused but made loads lots, of friends my friend um so they were like you know pros- it it they got incited they got detect <laughs> magic obviously to find out what they did so all no, they were they asking together, were though. for a little bit of compensation on, ah. on that part to basically for them to give me my weapon back and like it, it, it's a craftable item um i I think it cost me two and a half throne originally, and it's only got a couple seasons left, but they said a couple crown, and I went, yeah, that's fair that was about the 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 i had in my head because i had dropped them dubiously
0: they charged you yeah. two crowns for uh, stealing your stuff they didn't steal it i dropped yeah, that's
1: them. what i'm hearing too I, if i put my keys down, oh I we're not going into flat. fines again and arguments within chatter song okay <laughs> <laughs> if I, if it okay, was my yeah. problem i get to pay for it so thank you <laughs> yeah you're, uh, right, yep, you're yep. right and a story i paid for the story more than anything we're well, sorry Sol. sorry we'll never talk about it again <laughs> I actually complaining
2: about fine issues.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should but now. Yeah. You've paid me back. Um but yeah, so I got the got the weapons back, met a load of uh high guard friends, made some high guard friends. We did, um, we, did. we actually spoke to the actual person who'd found them, which was a couple couple down who'd given them into God, and they were like, That's really cool. How I like I I'm just really interested, how do you fight with these things? And um, so, you know, gave them a couple of tips. Told them what i do and they were like oh because they they were feeling them and going these are really nice pro-. and i think the props themselves like the fizz reps they're very nice weapons they might like i think that actually tied into the fact that they thought it was something a bit more special because you know i'm fizz repping them properly um Damn. but yeah one of the guys liked my weapon so much he uh he had to go and get himself one with a similar weighting <laughs> which i found really funny so he bought himself a different fizz rep that was similar that's banging. You um, should you
0: should take that to Mike Light and say weapons so good you'll assume it's PD plus. I
1: I I will let him know uh, if he if he's at E two or whatever because that that was very funny. Um and yeah they were like well we've got a couple of skirmishes coming up. How about uh you come along with us? You can be in our our group and we'll see how you use them. And I went hell yes. <laughs> hell to the yeah. Um we were already planning to do a couple later so. I was like yeah, I'll stick around i I'll, I'll I'll come join you if you need
0: me, so yeah, made some new friends. We met their uh new friend is it Exarch, who's the leader of a high guard chapter? I think it is, probably, yeah, sounds about right, but um, or no, or is that Arisen? I don't know, either way Look, no um, I... it, no idea
2: sounds kind of right, I don't know <sighs> it's very hard. It's yeah. hard keeping track of other nations' culture,
0: I know it's almost like there's a rich, detailed world. That we have to live with <laughs> <in> for only <laughs> 12 days a year but yeah, anyway I'm um so we met this we met a chattering skull i'm not sure if that was the same <laughs> time frame but they had their previous dead leader they had a skull that the it was like a, a a mechanical one where the jaw would just gnash at you at random sometimes so they held the skull and it would you know they'd say oh don't look too closely and if you did it would just it would fucking go for you and it was absolutely brilliant <laughs> It had like the oh, labyrinth man, on okay. it in uh, in black paint and some some runes. It was a very cool prop.
1: Wow. Cool. Um, I think at this point, Matty, you were in probably military council. Or was yeah, this I was trying think.
2: I don't think I really said nothing at standing. We didn't really need to. Um, there was a thorns council after standing, but again, I didn't really need to go to that. So I think I probably just head off to military council. Yeah. I probably probably stuff doing it's really hard to remember even a day after it's hard to remember what I spent the day doing.
0: Well, do you want to like, talk like, about it's the not even
2: a distance thing,
1: the conclusion of military council and 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 the funky things that had happened.
2: So you could be referring to so many things. Well, first of all, military council uh after um on on a Saturday after we're back from the battle is like a roundup of how the battle went. So that is a whole thing. They discuss how that went, talk to the field marshal, etc., etc. Um Riz came in to also, he was officially now no longer. Oh no, of course that's what it was. It was elections. It was Hakinia elections. Oh,
0: we missed that. I was at the uh, first date. I, I wasn't there. I yeah. was, I was like, I knew me. there was
2: something. Hakinia election. Elections for the Senator of Hakinia. Rizart Dance Walker officially stood down. Um, since I was the only one there, I guess I'll breeze through it relatively quickly. You'll probably hear much more about it All right, you've if got I six might shout them out. <laughs> uh, on the LARP noobs are probably going to talk about it quite a lot because it was our very own Gellert Ashbourne who became the new senator. For Whoa! But sp-
0: uh, sp- wow, <laughs> That's it. you said six a, quick, you you said gave a me. quick story, but yeah, I mean you spammed five That's and a it. half minutes. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> that was
2: it. Matthew, they we're trying a, to make a podcast a here. We need
0: content, not public
2: points. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> okay. Look, I was thinking about military council and not listening that much. Yeah. Uh, they both That's spoke fine. well. They both had very similar ideas, which didn't help us decide. Um, Gallat were won by a, not an overwhelming majority. It was it was like three fifths to two fifths. I would say. Yeah. Like something like that. Forty percent, sixty percent, something like that. It was not it bad. was a it was a, a margin. It wasn't like an overwhelming, overwhelming margin. It wasn't like one person type. You know, it was it was pretty good for election, and they were very, very kind to each other. Um, Demelza did Demelza. Um, shout out to Hazel, who we uh, have uh, come to know and uh, like very, very much. Um, who was we, we, what, like, both. <laughs> we like both. We like Yeah, but we've we've definitely spoken about Gellert slash Dave before. Gellert slash you Dave, stink. Care. We love you. You're brilliant. Um, nice braids. Shame I didn't get to do them this time, but that's fine. I'm not jealous.
0: We have found the sim um, on the Ah,
2: <laughs> no, I started the braids. It was. Uh, it's been good. I'm glad it. He likes them. I do. Um, that's it. No, that was it. It was obviously disappointing for Tamalza. Um, I wanted her to win personally. I. I just. That was what Larkin wanted. Um, OC. I would be very happy with both of them. Um, and I think either of them would have done a great job, and I think Dave Gellert will do a great job now, and Chris, hopefully they'll work together.
0: Is that enough content for you?
2: Was that six minutes? Not
0: quite, but like it's good enough. I'm less angry now. I'm less upset. Cool.
2: I voted. <laughs> Gellert won. I left. At the end.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> no, that no, also
1: it's meant one of those at... where
2: they they have the same opinions because they were the best opinions. So nothing was very controversial. So it was yep. kind of just, who did you think would do the job slightly better? So it was very close. That's it. Then I went. It also
1: see. meant that Rizart was no longer a senator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and could go into the military council tent. The for the begins. first
2: time, I believe. I don't mm-hmm. think he's been in before. Certainly not during a council meeting. So this was not the best council meeting for him to be in. Um, but I put on the docket that he needed to introduce himself because he wanted to say hi. Uh, unfortunately, that became the last of the docket. So he did have to hang around for quite a while. But it meant that he was around for, oh, basically, yeah, after the Field Marshal, you know, briefing, uh, not briefing, review, all of that. um, Debrief, that's the word I wanted. Um, We go through a bunch of agenda items about things people put agenda items on. So there was lots of things about, like, there's this mandate that's being talked about, there are these items, there are these things. It was just a lot of normal meeting stuff, basically. Which I really quite enjoy because it's quite varied. It's not just about tactics, it's not just about battles, it's not a competition, it's discussing stuff that's happening. You get to talk to a lot of other people across the field who come in to say their piece, all that kind of stuff. Um, And uh, we also had uh, the proxy quartermaster come in um, talking about stipends, money. It gets very complicated and dull if you're not interested in it like i am but <laughs> david got a great moment to well certainly i thought it was great but then i am a nerd so i thought it was great that he is an ex very recent ex-senator got to say a few pieces of you know in rebuttal to certain things but also clarify a few things about the senate view on matters because the senate and the military council aren't great friends
0: out of, it's almost like senators aren't allowed the in the MC terms.
2: Yes, I know. And military council is always at the same, often at the same time as uh, Senate. So people, most of them, don't go in there. Who would want to, anyway? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but anyway, it's it's you know, out of their titles, most of those characters are friends. But when it comes to the roles that they do, God, I, there's just no way to get along. And there are a lot of things within uh, <laughs> the game that. Don't help that, basically. But it was very interesting to have multiple viewpoints on it. Can I? Uh, I had a great time. had a bit, nice sit down and I was given the coolest fizz rep. Right. I don't know that anyone else thinks this is the coolest fizz rep, but I think it's the coolest fizz rep. It was a horn, but it was kind of, it was carved out and like shaped. It was the most tactile thing ever. It was beautiful. Unfortunately, when I was handed it, I was told, hi, here's the uh, MacGuffin you need. Unfortunately, the ribbon's come off. (laughs) We can confirm it hasn't been stolen because it has never left the player's person since yesterday when it was picked up off skirmish. Uh, As in retrieved, that was the point of that skirmish. Uh, Definitely not stolen. Handed directly to... uh, It was Rivardi, in fact, who handed it to me and, and said this, and I utterly believed them. I was like, ah, shit. We really, really, really need this MacGuffin for tomorrow, unfortunately. So that's a bit awful. Um, so I was playing around with that, thinking about how I was going to have to go to God and grovel and see if they could possibly do anything about the ribbon. I've actually seen pictures of that MacGuffin coming back through the Sentinel Gate since the event, and you can see that the ribbon is, like, barely <laughs> barely clinging on to the Fizz Rep. So, PD... Tie your ribbons tighter, please. Double knot them, <laughs> something like that. They don't need to be that easy to take off. this will easy see to take knot off. Not
0: tying podcast listeners. This <laughs> yeah. is, uh, today's episode is how to tie the knot, and no, not with your significant <laughs> other. It's to a McGuffin.
2: All
0: Like I've got. Yeah. I've, can I ask like just a question? Like the only question, that mm. I as a non-MC, as self-stated nerd, care about is how does Rizal Dance Walker, a senator. Walk into the MC tent, a civilian, and come out as a field marshal. What okay, the fuck happened there? He walked
2: there? in a field marshal.
0: He walked in a field marshal. He was already because a field marshal. He was I'm... already
2: a field
1: marshal. Any... We chatted okay. about this last time.
2: Qualification. I was right. Concerned. So, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. We only, we only recorded this recently. It wasn't that long ago. Um, y- any citizen of the Empire can stand for and become field marshal for a major conjunction
1: yep, including anybody
2: Lindy. including Linda that, that's the thing including, like I understand the mechanic you have But to why to be there at Rizzo? the time why result okay uh because we, it was we an talked about this last time we again, did was oh, I'm not gonna listening. run through the TLDR you know what? oh right, you know what no I
0: said... I, you know, I'm gonna apologize <laughs> to people listening and to you too clearly I have some kind of memory loss again the tulpa has got me twice it has now yeah. if you want to know the answer to that question Go watch the other... Sorry, go There we go. Right? <laughs> that make, make me a lot happier. Yeah, all right. Cool. Yeah. Right. The whole Come time on. this is the, going the, on. No, the, the,
2: the real answer, the true answer that I could, you know... No, too late. We've got, yeah, we got over you your six-minute allowance,
0: Matty. That's it. Yep. That's We're all we had. That was Back to the gate. Six minutes. Back to Back the gate. To the
2: I, was, I just want to say, <laughs> I was too good. So I we
0: know
1: that. It was in the last one. God, this
0: is a chaotic episode. Can you
1: compliment me one more time,
2: though?
0: Matty, you have a really nice singing voice. You do, you do very well <laughs> It's a world. shame Larkin will never sing again. So that's um like, the whole this is really interesting. <laughs> no, like I've been in the medical tent the whole time. I think literally it's probably about like one PM. Really? Yeah, my, my eye got fucked up when we were monstering. I got hit so hard. Yeah, like this dawnish night. Uh not naming any names, Dawn, but uh I got you know, I'm I'm basically orc number sixty nine with a crummy ass mace i do an obvious swing of like come on come get me so he fucking gets me by full force flat blading me literally in the eye socket there's there's a gash not like you know on my eye socket but on the actual eyelid it's like my eyelid goes get down mr president does it get slashed it doesn't doesn't go all the way through luckily but it fucking blacks and there's like this huge black eye i was building and like I was fully bloodshot and everything. And it took like, oh my God, I had to sit Did... down for 10 minutes. I was like, that fucking, it wasn't like blackout, but it. you know, you get a really strong head blow yeah. and snapshot. Did your head you around. alert
2: the, any of the refs about who that was?
0: No, I just dropped. I went blind and dropped. Yeah. And then crawled to a tree okay. and sat Would there for you be five able minutes. to
2: describe them slash notice who that was? Not on the podcast,
0: Not on the podcast but podcast. also like, I can no, use, no, no. I can use oh, colors and nations and it doesn't narrow it down, unfortunately. A oh, Dornish knight well, wearing plate armor doesn't really help. But yeah, something to, to register. Yeah, so had, um, Gwillin, uh, Greg took me to the medical tent and got my eye mm. washed out afterwards. And then God,
2: I didn't realize that happened
0: at all. Yeah, it's because <laughs> I was yeah Oof. just off. So what you you know, I think I hung up with Saul for a little bit on the sword thing, but um, yeah, yeah, went to got myself cleaned up properly because the other we problem...
2: were in the MC tent quite a lot, Saul.
1: I was I was in and out. I did I
0: I did I I was so during
1: your time there in the military council, we'd come over in full plate or in full um gear because Mm -hmm. we were skirmishing. But I I kept running errands for you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: I don't need to talk about them. They're just errands. (laughs) No, they just (laughs) Um, happen. Yeah, it
2: was it was a good meeting. I really like the Herald meetings, uh, the um, military council meetings. I don't know what any of the other meetings and any of the other things are like, but the Herald did a really good job running them.
1: I've been to them and military council is where I keep ending up so
2: yeah I would say as as chaotic as everyone says it is in military council as long and boring as it is it's well run in the sense that the herald keeps everyone on task there is the very overwhelming thing of one voice like so you don't get a lot of like crosstalk it can be hard to hear yeah. someone sometimes because there's quite a lot of people in the tent and we still don't have like a side to the tent so there's a lot of outside noise but it's actually really Fine. Like thinking about Senate where you have to stand up and you can't leave and anything like that and you have to vote on everything. God mentioned council's a dozzle when it comes to that. So Unlike much more freeing.
1: This podcast. So <laughs> let like us let us smash through these four skirmishes in the next five minutes. Because we can do this, Chris. Alright, let's go for it. Step one. Black Scar turned up for a skirmish.
2: Mm-hmm. with
1: the high exorcist that we've been paid for
2: oh yes
1: mix around with numbers goes from 70 to 20 uh, 30 70 to 30 to 30 but yeah absolutely they then go... this is a pd they then problem. walk through the gate and it goes back up to 60 without telling anybody oh really yeah so we're all waiting. Oh. Out there. we've been paid well, to wait around. It,
2: I believe the actual details: it didn't go back up to sixty. It was supposed to have gone down to sixty from seventy, but it never did.
1: It got missed I've, I've heard. I've heard mixed on that. So to keep it short, that is kind of what happened. Um, we we then were paid um, to obviously go on the skirmish. They still paid us uh, and just said, "Could you wait around because there might be tormented souls." Chris, do you know what tormented
0: souls are? No, Sol, why don't you tell us? Well, that's, <laughs> I hoped you could tell us. Oh, I can. Um, I, can no, I can, actually. So, um, they're very uncommon in monster skirmishes, but there are wraiths in the Empire or doomed spirits, banshees, and like, you know, those kind of creatures. And uh, they can, they're A, they're immune to everything apart from magic. And B, when they get gut you, and they will gut you because they have impale automatically, uh, you get cursed. Immediately. And you become, wow. I mean... no wait, wonder so if you to said tortured and, souls like, here? Back in, uh, I think somewhere. this was tor- tortured, tortured or souls, tormented. Tormented souls. So slightly different angle with tormented souls is that these are the leftovers of the Druge in Zenith. So uh, mm-hmm. what the Druge do is they get someone to the point, well, the torture point where they can no longer enter the labyrinth, hang around on the mortal plane as a as a ghost, basically, and they're hyper-aggressive, hyper-dangerous, and they take a lot to kill. And just like with the other banshees and shit, they'll curse you to fuck on the way out. And they need to, yeah, the only way l- they can be killed is, um, is exorcised, I think. Lots of things about people not
1: like testing colours and things?
0: Yeah, because you only see them oh, black remember, and white if
1: you're uh, cursed. Yeah interesting so i remember that what color is my cod event, or the event
2: before so, yeah no basically we
1: because, because black skull were there and paid to go on the skirmish they were like uh, some lovely brass coat man was uh freeborn, sorry um was like oh you do you want to stick around and just help if it just in case any tortured soul or tormented souls come back through and we need to rustle them up and we were like yeah and um at that point he he goes oh that's a nice pair of swords you got there. Oh, I've got something interesting that you you might find as an Avari person who is ambidextrous. Okay. Last night there was a pair of weapons. found. <laughs> I went. I know they're these ones. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the only time that happened this afternoon, oh my so God. I will will say that. So I we didn't get to go if on that one. This
2: story will follow you across the next few events.
1: I hope so. Yeah, but I'm that sorry. one didn't go very well next lindy is up yeah so on I'm a not...
0: skirmish that he bribed for yeah this is uh gave rivardi some uh a chaos fruit and uh gone to the skirmish so while black scar uh, on ghosty boy duty i am getting myself strung up sorry i'm stringing my bow um strung up? <laughs> you... wrong character mate yeah wrong character oh, rip but um get on the skirmish um as it, it's, it's a point of pride because I was in the front seat and it goes to show like how wild skirmish organization is because this was Rivardi skirmish. Rivardi had picked some Navarre, I was the fourth person in the queue. By the time we go through the gate, I'm the 36th because you just get fucking blocks of Dawn just pushing in front. Like they're meant to be mm. there like a contingent of 20, but they just don't, they just refuse to go to the back of the queue. They just go straight to the front. So yeah, um, we get on the skirmish. The dawn contingent gets right, fucked yeah, up. Yeah. Navarre gets circled by the druge as always. Uh, Rivardi goes down, but the Iron Hills step in to save them, which is cool because I love the Iron Hills; they're great. Um, mm-hmm. I get yeah, into yeah, I what feels like a Call of Duty firefight with the druge archers because I think I'm one of the only. I think I'm the only archer on the skirmish, or maybe one of like two or three. No, I am the only one. So yeah, I'm literally hiding behind this bracken, getting shot at, and as people fall dead around me, or sorry, fall to the floor bleeding out, I pull the arrow out of their belly, leave them to the physic, and shoot back. Um, absolutely wild skirmish. I'm not sure if it was a success or not, but it was a bit chaotic. Meg- mega failure is what I heard, but gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> could I think, be anything. Like yeah, I mean, Ravardi said we're going to stick together and we're going to basically like tactical blob them, which is commanding 101 and it's a good strategy so like no qualms there we're going to go in apply all of our force in one place and crack the nut just like a you know terry's chocolate orange you know don't tap it whack it um navar then obviously on some kind of reflex arc deploy and then disappear off into the woods leaving dawn alone so dawn then get picked apart navar can't fight to defend themselves everyone gets kettled And then we start to die as we literally get caught in a crossfire. Um, We eventually fight our way out. It's a good scrap, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I see Linda doesn't understand objectives, but OC, it was a good fucking fight. That was a good skirmish. It was a lot of fun. Five stars. We get out and I'm unfortunately low on ammo, which takes us to the next skirmish song.
1: I'm waiting at the front of the gate with the high guide buddies that we'd met earlier because I've now been invited on this skirmish. And they're like fully clanked up, heavy. I'm there in my chain. They're like, he's going to be all right. You stick with us. Stick behind the shields. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. It's all good. <laughs> and uh, Linda had been asked on this as well because he was, he was by the campfire at the time. And he, he rocks up and you're wearing your leather. You've got a bow, no sword and one arrow. <laughs> and that these guys are looking at him like are you sure you're ready for this
2: <laughs>
1: and, he, I, and then i basically turn into this pitch of now normally i would suggest no but you haven't seen this person fight they are perfectly prepared for this battle
2: you have not met <laughs>
1: You have not met Lindir slash Ban- Ban Shatter Song, rest in peace. You've not
2: met Chris Anson. You
1: haven't met Chris <laughs> Anson on the, the battlefield. And, and uh, they thing. were like, okay, okay, sure. They, you know, sceptical for sure. I think probably on this next skirmish, Chris probably put one of the highest kill counts down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Of on that skirmish. You can
2: see it on the pictures. You're doing a great job. You can.
1: As as you collectively get
0: the arrows that you'd fired and lost fired back at you.
2: <laughs> in the last
0: Yeah, it? but I'd left in the Druze last time, miraculously came back to me. It was incredible. <laughs> it was like some of the shots fired in Sarangrave had gone so far that they appeared on the <laughs> western part of the Empire, just in Tips time for me for to archers. pick them up again. <laughs> It's like those Skyrim trick shots, you know, when they fire a lot of arrows.
2: Yeah, yeah they get to the top of the mountain and, and
0: fire it, and it, it lands and rift into something. Yeah, it's, uh, I... it's banging. this
1: skirmish was fun. It it wasn't successful. There was <laughs> fun, not successful. Another one. Um, there was High Guard Urizen, maybe some Dawn. I don't know. It was a lot going on, and we were just a couple of Navari with a with a High Guard contingent, uh, with the leader of the High Guard. Who just started? It like light armor just would yell with me, and then f- sprint at a druge, and it was just uh, what w- what is going on? Meanwhile, there a complaining once again that uh, no one's pushing <laughs> up with them. It was it was ca- basically what I'm trying to say is it was nice to see that other nations have as- the same problems as we do. Yeah.
2: Yes, we're all in this together.
1: Chaos. Uh, we were all right though. Um, I-, I saved one of the. High guard people, or helped save one of the high guard people that we went in with who'd gone down. He was actually ended up being a tor- tormented soul. He that that was what he got put down by. Ooh, damn. Um, but they dealt with that. It was all good. Um, yeah, the spooky boys. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's some um, some funky pics of of Lindir getting some super cool shots. Yeah. Skirmish.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. Enjoyed.
1: Good. They were like, yeah, nicely fought. And I invited us on a later one, but I said I'm, I'm probably... I've got too many. Because I had, like, t- two more that evening anyway. So.
0: We did. We had the, eight, the infamous 8.30 one, but maybe we'll leave that until... We'll leave that until later yeah. But yeah, it
1: was basically a, a quick run of skirmishes. Finally, I could go and take my armour off for a bit. Ah,
0: but I'm not done yet. Just... No, you're not. <laughs> we got the uh, the 5pm skirmish organised uh, by Stefan from the Novarchers. And uh, shout out to the Navarchers, because, like, let's let's be real here, Black Scar is the premier unit in Navar, and I'm totally biased in saying that, but I feel like it's kind of based on fact. Now We've got we've got hired a number of times this event. Yeah, I think we've got What's 15, 16 MC commendations. Like, it's it's yeah, consistent. Now, the Navarchers, not only are there, A, you know, archers are just good in combat, you know, good kills, it's bringing a gun to a knife fight almost um their coherency as a unit is very solid they have a buddy buddy system that they follow and drill and then finally Stefan I've forgotten their right, is that his it. IC
2: that's, name
0: that's OC and I've forgotten the IC name and I hate myself yeah. for it but basically when he organizes skirmishes they go well like you know you turn up and if there's 10 slots he's guaranteed we'll get those 10 slots and he brings 10 people and it all just works smoothly, and we don't get gate shocked because we're always at the vanguard as, as scouts and archers, right? As skirmishers. And they're just an absolute pleasure to fight with. So, like, nine out of ten, Wooden of Archer again. Now, unfortunately, speaking of gate chaos, the skirmish is cut, the, the, the amount of uh, slots on the skirmish that we have is cut down from 15 to five before we go on. So at this point, I uh, I tip my hat that doesn't exist and I walk off back to camp. But apparently, it wasn't that fun. Um, it was a I think they were providing security on some kind of deal or investigation. It it wasn't your standard clobber the orcs kind of skirmish. It seemed to be a very politically driven one. But uh, apparently, it wasn't the best. But still, got I don't know what was up. That uh, that evening, but see, it seemed to be.
1: Well, I do. I've heard OC what was happening, but for the sake of it, there was a lot of skirmishes that evening that kept changing their numbers.
0: Was the war like, scout
1: high on bite or something? Probably. Yeah. I will me.
2: hear nothing against the war scout. They are delightful and wonderful, and also it, it, they it get fezzled the information through an airpiece,
1: That's probably not. All fault. OC stuff. I believe it was something to do with reading off the wrong database. That's what I've heard on the grapevine. Doesn't really matter. Uh, I think could
2: make a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: Um. Cool. That that well, it's sounds just like one that of was those
2: OC things that you can't fix, so you just have to make them have happened. I see and deal with it. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to mute. I've got a cat who keeps me out really loudly, <laughs> yeah. so I can't yeah. have to mute myself. But yeah, there's there's been a few of those. There's things that they happen kind of because of an OC issue um and yeah it kind of sucks but you can't wreck on them so yeah. you just have to accept that they have happened see, and justify them see, and work on them see, and someone's got to take responsibility you know
0: i'm gonna choose to sucks, that but, role. you know I'm gonna, my, I'm gonna have my own skirmish in the car park with my well, uh, my bow and some warhammer models
2: how many people do you need for that
0: uh it's a 70 person skirmish uh, elast- Is it still
2: a 70 person skirmish? Uh, three will, seconds later. It, it, it will three. be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it will be. It's where you all line up, and it's how many ranks of you can I go through with my car before the wheel gets jammed? <laughs> uh, where are we? Uh, Does, to in, be fair, other than that,
2: and...
1: I don't think I, don't I got know. up to be much until the evening.
2: Yeah, the... um, oh, I want, yeah, I just wandered around quite a lot. I went to sort out the ribbon. God were really good about it in the end, which was really awesome, especially because I could specify that it was MacGuffin from this skirmish so they could find it. Because initially it looked like, well, it's a ribbon, it's gone, there's no way to do anything about that, which would have been fair enough. Um, scroll down, my dude, thank you. I'm reading from your screen. Oh, yeah, from the super secret <laughs> episode plot. <laughs> the list. super secret thing to remind me of what happened. um yeah, went for a walk with Rizart and Dolora, um, one of my very good friends now in, in military Council. Um, this bell's awesome. Uh, we went and found smoothies. We had a smoothie quest. Um I went around with Velasco, one of the other Freeborn Generals, looking for people who could do a ritual. And yeah, that basically
1: Sounds oh, like we're Then getting we did the on.
2: then we did the War Scout meeting. Did you come to that, Sol?
1: When was that?
2: The Field Marshal one with, with yeah, Dave. I,
1: I, I was there yeah
2: um, okay TLDR there was a war scout meeting about basically battle. Yeah.
1: I have a lot of uh, things I could say about it lot of
2: chats and that's that
1: I'm not gonna say it on the podcast though yeah so, no. mostly
2: IC chats the rest of it was it, it happened that was good yeah. um then I had tactic strategy meeting which is the one that's officially set aside for us to actually talk about where the armies go which got I went to get very food. interesting that's what oh, happened then. Food?
1: We oh. were going to get food because yes, it was this second, mm. second night of catering. Excellente. This tonight, it was casserole. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, very I good. Heard, I heard good things about the catering. The catering was exceptional. Shame he's not going to be there for E2, but E3, you better both get on on that properly. Oh, yeah. Cause, oh, oh, so well,
2: good. I'll actually be able to, yeah, enjoy it because obviously meetings I, get in the way of eating a little bit
1: but but surely you're still going to your <laughs> meetings you? oh yeah oh. <laughs> well <laughs> wow, if so anyone's list-
2: I, don't, I would be shocked if anyone's listening to the episode 2 after not having listened to episode 1 where we talk wait. about it
1: wait you died Bessie the bard is dead Chris was there anything that happened before we met you back at the camp yes well
0: excellent because I think that's where we've got to all right. Yeah. Then. So, as you might know, Lyndir is a good boy, but he has some bad no. habits now. Shut, shut, shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> shut your sword-dropping mouth! Now, Lindir <laughs> is a good boy, but he's been ground down by the things, uh, the things he's seen in the Saren Grave, and also hanging out with you lot. And then the final straw is going to Nightmare Land, Not as- otherwise known as Brakeliand, and picking up some magic jelly beans. Now go back and listen to the first episode about the things that happened. But TLDR, I have a rep as a drug dealer now. Um, <laughs> and what happened is that rep continued to grow and get further and further out of hand uh, on the afternoon of Saturday. So after I finished skirmishing and even between the skirmishes, I had people coming up to me going, hey, are you Linda Thornhart? And there is, I-, I can't describe the fear dear citizens the raw unrelenting fear when someone says your name but you don't know who they are because it's almost yeah. always bad news and luckily well, this i will time, say
2: you have more trauma with that than
0: most are you banned chat so yeah no i'm banal, in disguise banal <laughs> whisper root <laughs> who, who wants to know remember uh, friends curse. the
2: answer is always why
0: mm-hmm. but uh for Linda. It's uh it's it's a it's an odd it's an OC feeling I need to shrug. But basically Linda started selling more fruit. Now I need five for my forest, but at this point we had like twenty-four, twenty-six and we were just creaming through these. People were buying them, our rumours we started were pumping up the price, and we caught the attention of some other maybe not nefarious characters, but certainly some traders in the narcotics area. So now Uh, because we've picked up the tulpa potions as well, Jockle and I are approached by a broker who wants to buy them and buys them for a very pretty penny, uh, something to the tune of ten thrones or so for a couple of them. Also buy some chaos fruits and some information. What? Yeah. What did you have? That's a great question, Matty, because it's not on the wiki and that's all I'll say. Oh my God. That's probably why
2: it costs so much.
0: Uh, Well, I'm a very good salesperson, I like to think and uh mm. i twisted a fine well i even twisted i just told a fine tale of how we acquired them how many chaos fruit were lost in the snowball endeavor and uh the estimated price of each one and the thing is I and hope i that the,
2: they're not worth like 50 thrones
0: and you got short change i have no idea but one of them does have ilium in uh but that one is ours anyway so yeah uh <laughs> by the end of the afternoon so, the highlight of our Friday evening trading is a five-throne coin, which we've all, like, nibbled because we've never seen that much money. Uh, Broker McBadass here says, Can you break a 20-throne tw- piece? And at this point, I can respond with yes. <laughs> yes, I can. So, we do. And now, Lindir, in his possession, has a chunk of thrones, a five-throne, and a 20-throne coin, and a bag for the fruit. Oh, wow. So, Saturday afternoon and early evening... He's feeling a bit like a baller it, uh, it sets up the night beautifully But that's what I was doing On a uh, on Saturday afternoon Selling potions and buying fruit So Then
1: catering And then mm-hmm. it was an Impromptu blooding mm. The impromptu Blooding of Black Scar Wait, By Ooh. impromptu I mean it, it mentioned That we were going to do it this event But we didn't do it on the Friday So I kind of thought oh we're just not doing it and then at about eight eight o'clock, eight thirty? No, must be later than that. It's after toast, the skirmish. After the, yeah, the quickie. Skirmish, which was oh, uh, we don't need like we can talk about it in about as long as the skirmish took. Um <laughs> probably longer. We yeah, the eight thirty skirmish, tall George, sure you've heard of it. Um the most now. successful and quick skirmish ever. Seventy people went out, including Black. Front tasked with you know dealing with the Jotun. We didn't we didn't really meet any Jotun. The scouts just did a very good job at scouting. Found Tall George and we left. That um, right, that was it. Yeah. Very good success. Very good success. So so quick. I'd forgotten about it. Um, <laughs> so then it was the blooding and food and whatnot. Um, so it must have been about nine o'clock. I'd say the the sun had gone down. Yeah, it's um, dark had our food we'd started some drinks and um someone yells blooding 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 and as a guide in black scar i impromptu led it you did indeed mm. asking lots of questions of the victim. i mean um, <laughs> <laughs> the the wannabe black scars
2: i don't know that we've ever talked about what blooding is on this
1: i don't think we should uh um, yeah, that's quite it's a black really scar, neat,
2: just just yeah especially it's a black scar specific thing it's not a no- wider Navarre thing
1: ritual oath taking ceremony uh yeah. we but it, it tends to happen different every time um yep but with some similar things but lindir
0: asked to join the black scar cornball <gasps> Well, I was kind of invited, and I said yes. Let's let's get our facts straight here. I wasn't simping. <laughs> was like I do not know. Simping. I just did. You have
2: been playing having. hard to get for a
0: few yeah. seasons it's now. Been, it's been deliberate, but you, uh, with your <laughs> overall organisation and ass kicking this event, you uh, you hooked me. You got be good. Yeah. So also normally
1: out. it would involve some questions. It well, it did. It involved some questions <laughs> from from the the, the guides some questions from the crowd but yours opened a little differently, didn't it? As chance around the fire for eat the fruit! Eat the fruit! <laughs> no. yeah, <laughs> it it, did. They
0: forced me to eat one of the pineapples, the super rare, <laughs> allegedly two-thrown pineapple one. They just
1: wanted you to eat some chaos
0: <laughs> fruit. You were the one who made it be the pineapple. I, I selected <laughs> it at random. I pulled it out of my pouch, and I ate one of the most yeah. valuable things of my person. Because I was I didn't it. partake in the chant. I will say that. Well, that's good to know, Farron. Yeah. But uh, the fruit was uh, I, I I looked at the lammy and then I threw it in the fire, and Finn <laughs> lost his mind because <laughs> he was like, no, we need to read that. But unfortunately, I'm, I am actually a simp for the spirit of the game. So he just had to assume from my role playing and ask me questions as to what the actual fruit oh, was. Oh, but you read it, right? Oh yeah, I read it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It Good. basically made me super aggressive and super calm, but very unstable between those two states of being. Especially uh, I was... as I was having to ask
1: some very, very personal questions. Yeah. It's uh, very poignant questions, and at the end, stab you. Yeah. So, <laughs> kind of like, didn't do anything. i doing this.
0: I just remember staring.
1: Jockle's eyes from across the fire. Was like, you, you don't, you, you don't want to do that.
0: You don't <laughs> want to do that. I was just like,
1: you could be, it could be another Brass Coast Ecracor. <laughs> I don't
0: know, yeah. He knows what these well, fruit can do.
1: <laughs> Either way, it was great, and when I got, we got through. I think it was like seven new players.
0: Yeah, it uh, was not me. new
1: players. Sparkles, all people who've been to the game. Two cooks. That's yeah, nice well, vibe. a couple of newbies, but a couple of people who had literally just sunk straight into Blackscar. Like, I'd f- kind of forgotten that those new newbies that uh Tiki had brought along, the chefs, um, weren't already players of the game. They were really good, so props to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, let me see if I can remember their character names. Ossian. Yep. Can't remember the other one. Because yeah. obviously I came up with a it's Ossian solution. Yeah. Can't remember the other
2: nice. one. Nice. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh sorry. <laughs> 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 Ossian like fell anyway. in battle <laughs> and so did that other guy that no one remembers. <laughs> uh,
1: they were they were they were great. Anyway, and then we rounded it off with a bit of a Black Scar sing sing song. Uh
0: we rolled some pigs. We uh <laughs> Anyway. Uh, um, at this point we get to the bar crawl for Black yes. Scars. Is there Well
2: just what... to intercut, I yeah. had already started my You'd start the bar bar crawl. in the evening. Yeah, because I'd left strategy meeting with Kindra of the of the Wintermark um, and Brenos, and we'd won- gone for a wander and ended up in the Drunken Goose, um, having some drinks and some chats, which was really lovely. And who should wander in as the night grew darker, but a rabble of, rather well, this already quite soused <laughs> Black Sous. fresh off the blooding. <laughs> soused as in drunk.
0: Oh, were you, were you in there?
2: I was in the Drunken Goose. Oh, House.
0: I didn't even see you. Didn't even see <laughs> exactly. <you. laughs> exactly.
2: We didn't stay for very long. We grabbed, I think, Demelza. Um, yes. And Riz. No, he arrived later. You Did you come with us straight away? You did, right? Or did you catch... so uh, no,
1: you told me to wait for Riz. So oh, I waited yes, for Riz, who had gone to get a present for a yes, little less. Yeah. Uh, and then we headed over to Dream Club. But yeah, I would like we to. We ended heal. up there quite early. What on earth was happening? Well, the yeah, other side look, of I mean,
2: all I'll say is because basically, and I don't have that much more to add to be honest, is that after we left, we ended up in Gin Club very early, stayed there until it closed, talked to a I, lot of people, had a lot of fun chats, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. I did night. too. It
1: the first time in Gin Club, which was hysterical because yes, David Winfrey so. Gellert had asked me how, like, I need to find Rizart, I need to find my ticket. I was like, you don't need to, just rock up and tell them who you are and whatnot. I'm sure you'll get in. And he was like, do you know where it is? And I was like, oh, I've been there, never never got in. Anyway, I managed to get in. And then <laughs> as he came to the table, I was sitting there and he was just like, what, what, are, what are, you are you doing, doing here? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, it's, it a, it's a good time. It was uh, full of good, fun conversations and fun was, people. was. And lots, was of, lots of good great. chats. Yeah. So, and that, that was it. I mean, my night yeah. ended once that ended. Walking back from Gin Club by myself to eat several burritos in a row to make sure that I had something to wash down the drink. <laughs> uh, and then head to bed. Um, but in the meantime...
0: What was so- going on, Chris? <laughs> so, so The nice thing about Gin Club is you get the, uh, the creme de la creme of Empire Society. <laughs> Imperial Society, you could say. You get Senators, Generals, the... Uh, the commissioned ranks of Black Scar in this case. <laughs> and what is left outside of Jink Club not. are the NCOs <laughs> and the dog soldiers of Black Scar. And you left Anvil defenseless. As we <laughs> go around with. Okay, we had one leadership figure, and that was Neve. <laughs> <Niamh, laughs> Neve the Changeling, the wild beast of Brookeliand. The Yeah, the, the Brandma, uh, the bitch of Brookeliand, and I mean that in a nice way. I think it's. Flag. flag. I've heard a slag. the slag sorry. That's if that's the
2: reasons of typoing. <laughs> yeah,
0: the... Uh, what, uh, the... You know, the, the hangar of husbands, I guess. Uh, a lot of dead husbands. Uh, fundamentally, uh, a fantastic leadership figure, but not one to keep things controlled. You also have another 15 dog soldiers with her, myself included, who are a little bit sloshed from dinner, and the pub crawl begins, and... I, I don't know if anyone listening to this, and including you two as well, has ever seen a pub crawl actually last at Anvil, because I was very sceptical about this. Because... I, it, I, there's been
1: a couple that have, have actually lasted, I'd say. Uh, a couple. You, just Not of all me.
2: of you to assume I've ever been on a pub crawl at Anvil.
0: That That's the thing. Like I'm in the larking camp here, the nerd things. camp, because A, no offence, but B, the... um. Like everything you That's do. Right. I'm self Past five PM in Anvil, typically, you know, if you are a drinker, you have a drink with you. So like a pub crawl is kind of fucking useless, because yeah. whatever you're doing, you'll be having drinks anyway. So it's, it's like saying let's go for a walk, uh, for for the sake of walking. Like it's, you know, it's there's no It'll there's no sites. This okay? Yeah, it's a bad example. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. But the point is, this was actually just a pub crawl. And what happens with them is people go out in a large group and they fragment immediately, like throwing a lit torch into a sewer full of rats, okay? They just scatter. Now, not only did this pub crawl stay together, it stayed together till the end. And the best part is it was actually fun.
2: That's kind of amazing on an OC level. Yeah. Like how many actual cools have you been to like in the real world that have lasted?
0: Yeah, like clubbing. Like, oh we've lost yeah. blank, blankety blank, or oh blank is gone. <laughs> and we're like, well, we're gonna spend, you know, an hour looking for them and they're realistically puking in the smoking area. So for that not to happen and for us all to stick together was incredible. Amazing. Um so we went to the dunk uh, the 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 dunk and goose. Um, (laughs) and we, we had a, we were already pre drunk and had some beers in hands. So when we got there, we just took a seat, didn't even know you guys were there. And then champion number one of the evening shows up, uh, which is a geezer selling goose whisper. Now as a, uh, Um... as a prospecting drug dealer, apparently, um, I sit there and haggle with this, (laughs) this, uh, the citizen. So I now have some goose whisper on me. The second champion then appears, who is the, I don't know their IC or OC name, but they were running a portable casino in the, uh, in the market, and they turned up in the Drunken Goose. They had a little tray sort of attached to their front and three games. One was basically oh, Yahtzee, cool. uh, one was a counting game on 2D6, and then one was higher or lower. A lot of fun, very simple, very well executed, very much enjoyed it. And we got very drunk and very rowdy watching some of the troopers gamble and lose money. Except Damon, played by Aaron, who is the luckiest son of a bitch I have ever seen in my life. OC <laughs> gambling, the man is wepo- He's a weapon. He's a, he's, a, he's a nuke. He's a WMD. Because you play anything with him, liars, dice, blackjack, poker, he'll just win. And it won't be for any skill. No offense, Aaron, but it will always be because he has the best hand. <laughs> And it's like, I've seen him draw four aces and shit like this. Like, it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, anyway, anyway, the Yahtzee game, you have to roll, you know, you roll your dice. There's five of them. You have to, uh, sorry, six of them. You have to get one, two, three, four, five, six. And the idea is every time you roll, uh, the dealer will take the one, the three, the, the five. Uh, but the other duplicates, you'll keep and roll again. Not Aaron. Aaron just Yahtzees it first roll. And we're we're all sat there in about four to five seconds of stunned silence. And then the screaming begins. And this is when you know the pub crawl is going to be good. Because it's that drunk howl from the abyss of 15 (laughs) angry, excited, drunk, and kind of murdery dog soldiers (laughs) are screaming at what has just unfolded in front of them. The the poor clientele I'm so sorry for. Because I, I think I saw about five or six people leave. Like, my ears started to ring after this yell. It lasted for a good 15 seconds or so, but it just felt like an eternity. Um, after that, we played a couple more rounds. I think we actually won all of them, to be fair. And then our kind casino friend wow. trots off into the evening. That's awesome. We uh, reload our drinks, say our goodbyes, and trot off onto the field. And this is where we decide to start wrecking pubs. So we <laughs> walk across to the league, and we find this tent, you know, uh, um, held open lights on indoors. We go in and there was a delightful, a, a delightful bar, a wooden one with loads of artwork and like sort of cra- carving and crafting on it. It was, it was fantastic. I poke my head in and I go, is this bar open? And the bar keeps like, oh, um, yes, yes it is. Um, uh, how, how many have you got? And I said 22 <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, behind. The, the mask, Tom's like delighted, or <laughs> delighted fear, as you can see yeah. the uh, the cogs, the money cogs, the money bags start cha-chinging behind this barkeep's eyes, but also the fear as 22 hipsy slash drunk thorns start to barge into the tent. There's enough space for us, we're not oc damaging anything, but <laughs> we're getting rowdy and we're singing Someone Roll the Piggy, we're playing Daddy No um oh, buying a lot no. of drinks uh what oh, happens is because because it's kind of like a semicircle of benches but then standing space so we had two mini games of daddy no going on and they would sometimes intersect with each oh, other gosh,
2: you need to stop saying that out loud
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who it's don't know daddy no game. daddy no <laughs> is a uh is a counting based game it's
2: a university, game. It's very university drinking game isn't
0: it uh that's why i picked it up i, I don't know i like definitely rules. heard about it in university yeah but we use Some Daddy No, payments. but you can use um, any funny You words. don't need to go into
1: explain it. Just now it's a drinking game.
0: I, I feel like yeah. it's the best drinking game. It's better than Whorehouse, which I've heard about. Not a fan of Whorehouse. Not very funny. Yeah, not so good. Not so great. Daddy No, fantastic. Because no one can count past 10, is, is what I've learned. But anyway, we get into this bar, and this is where the Orc Gloves thing starts to really kick off because we, oh, really nice. <laughs> we have Growl with us uh, who's played uh, one of our friends, associate ex-Black Scar player, went to the Imperial Orcs but what Jockle has said to me this whole weekend so far is uh, obviously Orcs are ex-slaves, so they're shackles and I have a pair of shackles, they're just a prop that come out, they came out for band stuff not so much Lindir's stuff but then Jockle started asking Lindir where his Orc gloves were Lindir does not know what oh. orc gloves are, but these are another slang term for shackles that we've invented. So we started playing a version of, um, do you remember Bogies? We are in Dick and Dom oh, in the bungalow. No. But we played it with Did orc, orc actually... shackles. <laughs> with an orc in the tent. And as we yell it louder and louder, Growl eventually <laughs> catches on and he goes, Why are you all asking about my gloves? Because he's wearing gloves. Uh, at this point, we just comment and say, look, it's kind of cold. We're just jealous that you have gloves on. It must be nice. And we narrowly, by the skin of our teeth, get away from a bar fight.
2: OC, it... this is a very good friend of ours. Yeah,
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> OC. We told him at the end, and he was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's also excited. a character
1: is who is like <coughs> super about freedom and freeing or whatnot. Yeah. So it's even funnier. It was a very, very um, dangerous game to play. I actually did
2: not realise that. <laughs> yeah. And he would have stabbed you. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Like, yeah,
1: we would, would have, have like taken tiger. on the entire,
0: yeah, entire all drunk as you are. Yeah. So uh, we, after that, we finish up in that bar. We leave a healthy tip, because after Brakelian, we're all ballers now. <laughs> and then we march down the hill to Uncle Regretio's bar of regrets. We start doing shots. I'm hanging at the back, letting uh, Tiki's new bloods uh partake in the drinking uh tara and tree are having a couple of good ones and then suddenly it's my turn and because i am not quick enough to get the five rings out of my pocket jockle covers it and jockle of course goes to point at the one he wants me to drink and i feel obligated now, this, now if you're not familiar with uncle Regretio's bar of regrets it's basically shot roulette it's very fun, most of them are harmless, they're like water, schnapps, um, you might get vodka in there, um, mouthwash occasionally, but mm-hmm. there are some pretty nasty ones in there, like vinegar. Or in this case, Ooh. what tasted like a mix of hand cream, toothpaste and mayonnaise that was frozen oh. and blended and served in a shot cup. Now this, this shot cup, it was? well that's what it tasted like before I puked. Um, oh. Spoiler! Yeah, um, it was the most foul thing I've had in my life for like at least six months, and <laughs> and because um, it, it, it was frozen, it was so thick, so they were like chug, chug, chug. Ooh. It it just wouldn't go in, so I had to start sucking, and because I'd already licked the, the the bit of slime that came off the side, I'd licked it, so I already had enough time for this to spread on my palate, which was unpleasant. And then as I suckled from this shot glass. It got thicker and thicker and soapier and soapier in my mouth (laughs) until I could take it no more and just spat and heaved into the bin that they have strategically placed by the bar. So, yeah, they got me good. Thanks, Jockle. Mm. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) And uh, everyone else gets by with their shots with no foul event. So very lucky for them, but unfortunate for Lindir. We then move on. To the final location of the pub cruel which is another bar at the bottom bottom of the league um we only went in because yeah it, it was well lit we'd, we'd kind of done i say well lit like had benches lots of like little led flickering lighting so it was like really mm-hmm. thematic really cool and also kind of empty so again we go in we're allowed in great business is booming we fill the place up immediately start dropping some heavy coin behind the bar There's a fantastic Bakewell tart cocktail that is drained within five minutes by the platoon. Um, There's loads of other sweet treats related cocktails, beers, wines, ciders. It is a fantastic bar. No idea what the place is called because at this point I am absolutely trashed. And what makes it even better is there was someone selling porn. Specifically Kraken porn. Or sorry, the Cocktopus in this case, and as you can imagine from the name, it was a load of phallic octopus drawings that were actually, were incredible. Uh, there were small, medium, and large prints. People were buying them by the handful. All comparing our octopus loot, and it was the best time. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> um, and there was one final part to this pub crawl, just around. round off.
2: A good. Um, yeah, I was just gonna intersect briefly with go this. Go for what it. quite a good market for Smut in the Empire. Like, it's quite a big booming business these days.
0: It's incredible. More of it it's gets produced it. And people want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like... It's the hot thing at the moment. Yeah. Quite literally some of it is very hot. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like um, you go up to a group of people who are three or four sides in and you ask them, do you want to buy some... <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you want to buy some porn? and the answer is almost never going to be no nah. especially if you give them a little teaser so this salesperson she was uh, she was excellent she unrolled the bottom half so you could see a couple tentacles with the uh the the, the knobs on the end and we were like okay we got to see that that's good quality smart so yeah i think <laughs> people were dropping like crowns a couple crowns for each piece nice and it was uh, high quality and well worth the cash so we have a few drinks seeing someone roll the piggy again um the barkeep is looking a little concerned, but not too fussed. The barkeep then announces uh, oh, uh, well, if any of you uh, would like something else to do, there's a casino out back. Now, mm-hmm. this is music to my ears, because my favorite thing to do in Anvil is gamble late at night with a load of dog troopers. It feels very dodgy mm-hmm. and it's great. And there's this casino um, in Varushka. Nothing even
2: more than that experience.
0: There's nothing like joint loss. <laughs> yeah, nothing like joint loss. So we go into this casino, wondering what it's going to be like. Now, bear in mind the Honey Pot and the, and the uh, citizen who runs it in Varushko is my favourite place in the Empire, Yay. hands down. Yeah. It's just better than Gin Club. Sorry, not sorry.
2: <laughs> no, it's it's a great place. It is a great place. It's great.
0: Surprise, surprise! Honey Pot is being hosted in the league this event. <laughs> So we go oh there, God. and there is a whole, like a huge, you know, um, like a like an oval-shaped tent, not not circular, but um, you know, probably sleeps sixteen, big. <laughs> and he's brought. Uh, there's a table in the corner for like, uh, basically the cash desk, and then there's a whole proper Vegas casino table in there. And it's not like on rickety legs or anything; it's stable. I can't imagine the fucking logistics of getting this thing to site, but it's got a roulette wheel inside it. It's got the green oh felt for everything else, and he's running blackjack, poker—no uh, poker actually, but Texas Hold'em—and then of course roulette. So we go in, and we're having some great times on the. Um...
2: He runs the really high stakes, high buy-ins games, right?
0: He mm-hmm. can do,
2: yeah, whatever you call them when you're in the know of these private,
0: they the high rollers. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we, we have a fantastic time and he goes, Ah, Linda, just the person I wanted to talk to And I'm like <laughs> Oh no. God no, what's what happening? That <laughs> and he's like, So I've heard you're a bit of a drug dealer <laughs> And I was like, For fuck's Because we haven't seen each other the whole summit. This is a wonderful surprise. I don't think I our characters have Linda. That's the thing, no. I think we've met twice in Varushka. And he's still playing a varushkan character, it's just geographically the the tables in the in the league. But so, I don't, has it, he met Lindia or only Ban? Uh, no, it's not Lindia E3 and E4. Oh, okay. And uh, he sits me down and says, Like, you're fine company here. And I'm like, Oh, Lindia gets very happy at that, in, you know. Uh, just in uh, it's oh, I've forgotten the word now, but uh, it's that insinuation. There we go, that I'm in charge here. Um, simply because I'm the loudest and drunkest, but um, the request is a very ban like request but at this point fuck it like oh see i'm gonna go for this and what has happened is someone has come into the casino bets i think it was a couple thrones on a single hand one and then left now there's nothing wrong with that but it's against the spirit of the casino so uh the the kind uh the kind owner question asks not for the money back but just for an example to be made. (laughs) gives us a description of the perpetrator and their wife and and points us in a rough direction. So he wraps up the casino and lets us go first and he follows up a bit later and he gets to see all of this which I'm very happy about uh, as as 22 drunk Navarre dog soldiers stagger towards the senate building. The scene of all crime, it would seem. Now, we we surround the building (laughs) in sections, and I walk in, and the target is positively identified to me with their wife. It's a Tornish Earl with a Navari lass. Now, (laughs) I tap said Earl on the shoulder, and I'm like, been having a nice evening at the tables, have you? And the look on his face, he's like, ah, fuck. Because I'm sat there with my war paint on, And like my red eye, my black eye and everything, (laughs) staring at him with a couple of equally shady looking geezers and then lots of heads poking in from the side. Mm -hmm. So he immediately realizes something is wrong, but smiles and said, oh, no, 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 I, I gambled fairly and I won fairly. At this point, Lindir channels his inner criminal. The dark being that resides within all of us naturally. And, the, prince, uh, the Chris Anson. Shut up. Hansen. <laughs> shut up. Everyone has this. <laughs> I'm not unique. Now, <laughs> we basically say, step outside. He steps outside and we pull the classic uh, El Bandito move of surrounding them in a circle. And he's trying to argue with us as we all have knives drawn at this point and we're asking for the two thrones back. His wife comes over and goes, What's going on? I ask her, Are you his wife? She goes yes, and I go great. Into the circle you go, friend. <laughs> and she steps in, and I say there are going to be consequences if you don't pay up. Because we're going to hurt your wife first. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, what? what? Before anyone has a chance to go ooh or react, she pulls her knife on him and says, <gasps> "Give them what they want." But it's not like a, oh, no, don't hurt me, give them what they want. It's a, give them what they want right now, or I will hurt you, because you're putting me oh, in danger. God. And at this point, his tune immediately changes, and we get our cash. Fantastic <laughs> end, as we go back into the Senate building, wow. and we count it up. The thrones are being counted I'm on the arms something. of the throne. As our uh, anonymous benefactor looks on. And then uh, we're going to have a chat. <laughs>
2: anonymous.
0: Yeah, very anonymous with a t- <laughs> occupation and location named in the podcast. But anyone who abuses this, I see, will find you. We won't do anything, but we'll be very. We might disappointed. threaten your wife. <laughs> yeah, we'll threaten your wife. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, very happy, very good ending. We wrap it up, and it's time out. That's the Can't end see. of the bar crawl. Absolutely outstanding, outstanding mm. evening. Could not have gone better especially with all of the spicy questions the next day that we'll cover on the next episode of Lindir, Where's My Cut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saturday
2: that, was ooh, a good day.
0: One fi- and that's, uh, I know I've been talking for longer than my six minutes of allocated no? time. Allowed. Wow,
2: I hadn't heard any of this. It was really nice to hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> However, there it's is also one... your
2: podcast, sir.
0: Well, I'm not a tyrant. I like to think of myself as a um, communist, as a warlord. But anyway the um <laughs> the um do any of you had anything to add basically between like twelve and one a m
2: no just just no. great chats I will say one of the most interesting parts of my conversations uh communities to immortal troll soul uh also low fear no and barons maybe and that's it it's great. Oh, also uh Rizart and Esteban are definitely gonna get married. Yeah. Cute. You heard it here first. We we talked to them. The this aim. was Rizart's idea. Uh and uh we spoke to them both about it. It's gonna happen.
0: It's so, on the podcast, so it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is this podcast is one hundred. The great based. Rizart
2: Dance Walker and Esteban he something E Guerra, E.
0: Feroz, whatever it is. <laughs> e E One of those three. <laughs> We need to give Esteban a shorter name. I I can't think of one off the top of my head, but... Oh, uh... Uh, you pulled that joke. All right, sorry. No, no, that, that, joke's, no, no, that
2: joke's for Sunday.
1: Yeah, that, that's 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 for Sunday. <laughs> that
2: joke is for Sunday. No, no, it's not for Sunday. We pulled that joke... What day did we pull that on? Was it Sunday? It can't have been, for spoilery reasons.
0: <laughs> well, know. listeners, if you want to know, go and listen to the Sunday episode that hasn't been made yet, or to the Friday <laughs> episode because we all seem to forget what's going on, don't we? Guys? Oh yeah, we it's, yeah. It's been too many weeks. It's it's, this is going to turn into the longest path. Yeah. Oh, already has. Oh, don't, don't you dare! The longest path was nearly six months. Start to finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That was> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got to finish this before eating. It was a very
2: long path. Yeah. Oh, the cat is yelling at me that it's probably time to sign up. Yes,
0: I can hear you too. I have one more thing yeah. to add. It's gonna be vague mm-hmm. to protect identities. There's someone in Navarre I like a lot. We went out for a drink. And the twenty throne piece that came into play as we went to a bar in the uh in Dawn. Just before the final act of songs and stories. And at this point we um I hand a coin to them and when we we get a couple of ciders and they say, "Oh, that'll be, you know, uh, a crown." <laughs> they say, "Can you break this?" And they hand across the twenty-throne piece, and the look on the bartender's face—it is incredible. Um, <laughs> that, just a moment of shock after they realise what they're holding. <laughs> they have to—they have to, they get a couple of the other staff over who can indeed confirm it's a twenty-throne piece as they shine four different torch beams on it, going, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> We've never seen anything <laughs> like this. Like neither it's had neither had now, I until fair. the day before, and they got to hold it, and they were like, "Oh I mean, my god!" None of us had
2: even seen a five throne until this point, so a five and a twenty-one weekend was kind of incredible, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely nuts. Um, and they're like, "I no, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this." And the bar goes quiet. As everyone's looking around at us, too, the holders of the twenty throne piece. Yeah, um, that's
2: dangerous, man.
0: <laughs> and the best part is, this ra- this citizen, I don't know who you are, but they just came in like a car salesman and go, Ah, are you the people who are f- spending 20 thrones at this bar? I have 10 thrones worth of mana crystals. Would you like to buy them? <laughs> at this point, I respond. That's well,
2: impressive.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's a lot, but at this point, I've got... also
2: like just good salesmanship.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, opportunity, and you don't, yeah. you don't ask, don't get. Now... At this point, I've had five siders and there's no way in hell I want to buy. It's just not a good idea to buy 10 thrones of mana crystals at 12.49 on a. Uh... Well, sorry, 0.49 on a uh, Sunday morning. But anyway, we go, well, oh, 10 thrones is a bit small, isn't it? Have you got 20 thrones worth? And the look <sighs> on the <this> dealer's face <laughs> is his world shatters around him. And it felt oh very much gosh. like. You know, eighteen hundreds landed English gentry of going <laughs> interacts with the peasantry. Thones. How poor, <laughs> loathsome dung eater you are! And uh, we
2: only
0: have two homes. Yeah, literally, and we just laughed at him. You know, not like at at him, but like in a yeah, silly yeah. kind of way. But You're it was politics. fantastic, absolutely fantastic. We get the throw. I-, I drop a crown on the bar. We get the throne piece back absolute highlight of the evening as well and just the bartender had his head in his hands like just put them on the side of his head and was just rocking back and forth like we can't do this (laughs) we can't give you change (laughs) just just utterly unable to comprehend what he's just seen i think the Mm yeoman just saw you know half the gdp of his household for the whole year (laughs) in one small little circle yeah but yeah very i I would
2: also turn to crime if i saw someone waving around a twenty piece like that instinct would flare up oh yeah there was one thing that happened in the evening which was just that in terms of wider campaign we got some bad news about some stuff that we wanted to happen so i had to scramble quickly to make a decision so i had a chat with my adjutant best adjutant Maddock, and uh got that sorted so i was actually working in gin club i'll have you know Um, i very
1: much was enjoying gin and talking to a lot of people i was also mostly enjoying the gin Thought, that was some good. I but we'd said this, so I think that was it. Yeah. I think that genuinely was Saturday. That,
2: I think yeah. it we made it. Up, yeah, it ends with Larkin Chattersong sitting in the black Blackscar camp alone, in front eating of the dying <laughs> embers, eating burrito, burrito after burrito,
0: <laughs> and then climbing into <laughs> bed to go unconscious for the second last time.
2: Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers for the pain that I'm going to be feeling. But yeah, that's it. That's Saturday.
0: Yeah. You heard it, it here, citizens. You want some pain? Sign in next time to the Sunday episode, which is going to have a very sad thumbnail on it.
1: Hmm. I've seen uh, it. It is sad. Dead yet.
0: Not yet, but we're getting there. minutes. Minute. Alright, folks. Good let's wrap having. up the uh, podcast there. Goodbye, good luck, Cheers. Goodbye. and see you next time.
2: Bye! See you next time!